Hello, hello, and welcome in to another edition of Between the Screens. After a very, very big 18th episode, we're now into 19. <laughs> we're slightly more mature, but now just mad that we can't go to bars. Very much so. Welcome in. This is the movie television bonanza podcast where two film school friends, or as we like to say around here, FSFs. Uh, yeah, did I do that? Did I mess that up? Yeah, no, I, no, FSFs is correct. Yeah, I got it right the first time. Yeah. All right. Uh, film school friends <laughs> talk about different <laughs> movies. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something. No, uh, I was making noises. Oh, okay. Uh, where we talk about all things movies, television. As you can say, as you can clearly hear, we're professionals. I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as always as my wonderful, fantastic, no, I'm not stalling because I forgot to think of a last name for this episode. So... Here we go. Stacy Banner, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I may have been Banner already, but that's okay. I may you not. Might, maybe you, not. You might have been. I'm not sure. I you think might. maybe, though. Yeah. Um, it was. If you were, it was because I did the exact same thing. We're recording remote uh, this week, and I have a shelf of figures and Funko Pops and stuff, and the first thing I saw on my Avengers shelf was the Hulk. Fun. So there you go. That was how we ended up with the name today. Gotcha, gotcha. Very uh, nice. Yeah. So how are you doing? How are things? Things are busy, but good. Um, yeah. I was feeling a little under the weather, which is part of the reason we're remote, but I'm feeling pretty good right now. So hopefully that lasts. Great. I'm all over the place. I'm very sleep deprived. I'm sorry. And, yeah. And we'll talk about like I have a, I, my work. My day job has gone from zero to pizza. And I've never heard that before. Oh, oh, it is a uh, it was a thing that we always used to say around at the uh, the New Age Insiders. Uh, they okay. it was the marketing for pizza rolls because hmm. it would go from zero to pizza in 60 seconds. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. I was, I mean, I knew what you were getting at. Sure. I just didn't know yeah. how it got there. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know how we got to pizza? Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't know how we got to pizza. But yeah. good to know. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So zero to pizza. Continue. <laughs> zero to pizza. Uh, and But we're doing some really cool things and some stuff I kind of wanted to share with you guys right before we jumped into 1996 movies, TVs, video games, books, whatever things we remember about the year 1996. Um, and so... Stories of my delinquency. Yeah, mostly that's <laughs> what we're doing. But mostly... <laughs> That's mostly what we're doing because I don't start doing interesting stuff till next year. Then you become a delinquent when you're like 10? Um, or no, eight. <laughs> no, but I definitely, uh, if you, if you have heard this story, the, if you listened to this show before and you've maybe heard me reference this, uh, there is something that I have referenced about a professional affiliation that I have. And it is a uh, it's the beginning of that story. Oh, OK. So I'm looking forward to that in a couple weeks, because if you haven't figured this part out yet, at some point 
we're going to start talking about movies that I was in. Yes. <laughs> so Yes, we are. So that's going to be real fun. And it's uh, going to be sad when they're not on my list. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. The movies that I have the biggest <laughs> roles in are the worst ones. <laughs> I do not speak I'm not going to spoil what yeah. movies they are, but I am not going to speak in. I don't speak in iconic Boston movies. And but then I have like, you know, full on scenes and character developments. Is that a coincidence? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think I've watched any movies that you've been in. Or maybe I have when you're like an extra, but I've never been able to pick you out. I've never been watching something and been like, there's Ed, which saddens yeah. me because i know you're in stuff and i know you're in some stuff i've seen yeah um here's the thing that could be a fun watch along if you join our discord see yeah i think we should watch some movies ed's in yeah we could do that um you know because one of them um i'm gonna have to figure out when this came but or like when it came out but i was in a video of a movie it was a short film but the whole plot of the movie was ha- me teaching John Turturro how to use the internet. What? Yep. So there you go. Fo- follow our Discord. <laughs> come, okay. join our, come join our Discord. And that's going to be it. 1996. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving right along. Because if right I go along. down that hole right now, it's going to be the next hour. Oh, I know. But again... I really, really want you to join the Discord. I'll explain the whole thing. I don't know if I can drop a video in the Discord, but oh, you I can. You can drop a link at least. Okay, so there it is. If if you join, I'll make if, a media channel for the Discord where we can put okay. links to our stuff. You figure that out, and then I'll do I'll a full-on video explaining how I taught John Turturro how to use the internet. <laughs> And that was a real thing that people watched in like schools and stuff. (laughs) Oh my Uh, gosh. And so, uh, but some things that I'm currently working on is I work for an entertainment company, uh, called Asylum Inc. And we own comedy clubs inside in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, notably laugh Boston and improv asylum. And so I kind of wanted, because I've been really heavily working on a bunch of those projects, uh, I didn't really get to see anything fun. So instead you get to hear me talk about my nonsense that I have going on, but hopefully you'll watch and enjoy, right? Like I think hopefully. hopefully you'll watch and enjoy. So the first thing is, is that we are launching the Boston comedy trolley tour uh, where we basically have two what we call mass holes uh, guided <laughs> tour through guided tour through Boston on a uh, trolley, well, I hope. Yes, on a trolley. OK, better be yeah. on the trolley. Yeah. Right. So it is not a, a duck boat. No, no, no. An actual trolley. Uh, right now we're partnered with the uh, old uh, the original Boston party trolley. That's the, the company that we're currently working with. And we'll, you know, party trolley. I just have so many images in my head right now. Oh, here's the thing. We (laughs) shot, I shot the whole thing yesterday. And so I can show you footage uh, of what it looks like. It's very fun, very wild, but, uh, we're working on that and that's a ton of fun. It's good. I think tickets are already live, so you can already Mm -hmm. book tickets. You just, just go to improvasylum.com. Uh, and you'll be able to find tickets for the Mass Holes Comedy Boston Trolley Tour or whatever we're calling it. Uh, <laughs> but it's a ton of fun. It is. It's a ton of fun. Uh, the actors that we have that are, you know, improv comedians, they're crushing it. They're they're absolutely awesome. crushing it. And you get to see a lot of Boston. And 
it's very funny and not that like stupid like I'm corporate funny, but like genuinely funny. Well, because the the people at Improv Asylum are funny. Like I've yeah. been there multiple times. Those are yeah. they're not they're not tour guides hired to make jokes while they point things out. They're Yes, funny they're going to make jokes. They're going to make jokes. But, you know, the the they know the information. You know, yeah. there were several times there were several times where we rolled past something and, you know, you grow up living right outside of Boston like I did. And every single time we did covered the American Revolution, which felt like every year, we would just go into town to some historical site for a field trip. You know, like I mean, I grew up in Plymouth. So what do you yeah. think I went all the time? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I saw You've a rock seen... and a plantation and a Mayflower like way Every more year. than I ever need to. Every year. And so it's the same sort of deal, right? And but there was stuff that they would say like, oh, this is you know, this is this boat and it's named after this guy and the you know, this is all the stuff he did. And I was like, Oh, I never knew that, you know, like that was mm-hmm. that was super interesting. And then the other thing, which is way more fun, is uh info booth. Okay. Some, Somewhere in the city of Boston, we have procured a kiosk in a plaza, in a shopping plaza. Is this like a secret location or you just don't know where it is yet? Oh, no, I 100% know where it is. And okay, it's a se- okay. It. And so it's a secret location. And you're cool. you're going to have fun. you're just going to kind of have to follow Improv Asylum uh, mm-hmm. because we're going to start doing a lot of weird things at this info booth. Uh, I'm developing, I'm developing two concepts. On YouTube, right? People can follow yep. Improv Asylum on YouTube and see this info booth yeah. shenanigans. Uh, Instagram, Instagram will be a good place to follow for up to date, like information. Okay. But okay. when we, when we get the larger videos, which won't be for a little bit longer, um, mm-hmm. then YouTube will be the place to go. But okay. Yeah, but as we get closer to actual releases and stuff, I will I'll let everybody know where and when awesome. they can watch the stuff. But we we have two different concepts that we're working on. One is going to be uh, a hidden camera show where mm-hmm. we will have comedians sitting in front of in this booth, and they're just going to give people stupid bad advice and just be jerks <laughs> that's the plan it's going to be a hidden camera show so that'll probably be the thing on youtube the one on instagram which is going to be starting probably sooner is we're going to be doing a live stream from that booth okay and, and you can interact with that person and you can interact with uh the people that are asking real questions you can see them watching real questions in real time and so we're going to be implementing that uh, with different people and everybody's supposed to be having a gimmick. I've been talking to a friend of mine that does tarot card readings. And so, so she'll hang out in the booth and could potentially do tarot card readings. Do yeah. I know this friend? Cause I have an idea yeah. of who this yeah. friend might be. Yeah. You know exactly who this person is. Okay. I thought so. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, it's the, not me for no, anybody who's listening, who's thinking that it's you know, not me. But there, you know, there's another person that we're talking to that's a medium and, Mm -hmm. you know, come up and talk to the medium. And so we're going to be outfitting this booth to look like a very real information booth in downtown Mm -hmm. Boston. And um, once I'll start dropping hints, once we start like doing the live streaming, you can watch the live stream. We'll tell you where the location is or I'll I will if you ask nicely. (laughs) I won't know. So I can't tell you. Yeah, and then that way, you know, you can come and interact and it should be really fun. 
That sounds fun. But we have talked about this stuff now for 22 minutes. So yeah, I know we got. We fill probably should move on. I didn't watch anything. I didn't watch anything this week. I did. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we're gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna talk the rest of the episode. So 1996. That's not true. 1996. Uh, where were you? What were you doing? Well, in about May, end of May of 1996, I was graduating high school. Very fun. So that was exciting. And I turned 18 in the fall of 1996. So it was a big year for me. Um, I I did not go to college. <laughs> no, that, that comes later. Not yet. That comes later. I should have. I know because I, I was there. Well, I went a few times before that. But not actually, I did actually technically in the fall, I went to like a local community college, but um, I think I went for a semester. I don't even know. Listen, I really wanted to just move to Lake California and I should have, but I didn't do things right. So I didn't go to school yet. Sure. Anyway, um, but I did have some very good movie going experiences in 1996. Um, I'm not sure which one I want to talk about first because they're both so good. Okay, I'll talk about Independence Day first. Love Independence Day. So, Independence Day is coming out, and I work at a local retail clothing store, and it's 4th of July. It's coming out on 4th of July, and me and my friends want to see it. We don't have internet yet. Well, we do kind of, but you're not sure. ordering tickets on there. You're not calling no. and paying with a credit card. You have to go to a box office to get tickets. Now we had to work all day and there was a very real chance of it selling out. So I went that morning and bought a whole bunch of tickets for like the nine, 10 o'clock show when we got out of work. So we could Wild. all go see independence day on the 4th of July. Wild. And it was a ton of fun. Um, the other big one from that year for me, and I saw this one multiple times, was Scream. Yeah, okay. I, I was gonna be I was gonna be mad if that wasn't one of these. No, no, I love Scream. I loved it so much when it came out. Like I said, I saw it a bunch of times. Um, it was kind of the movie like, Oh, what are we doing? There's nothing to do, there's nothing new to see. Let's go see Scream again. Sure. Um so that was fantastic. And I will, but it scared the crap out of me. Let me tell you, like, yeah, I'd see it a lot, but then I'd be home and the phone would ring and it would be like unavailable number on the caller ID. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not answering. That. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Never scarier to hear a phone ring than after you just went to see Scream, especially if it's late and you're home alone. Yeah. And you definitely had the same ringer. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? All our like, ears were the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was... The, everybody had that same digital ring. Yeah. You know? Like, that was... That's... Yeah. That's good. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. This year, for me, is not a a huge year for movies. Uh, okay. I do have say. more, but I, I was oh, going to let you say some first. Um, I j there was one movie that scared me as a kid... And one that, like, absolutely traumatized me as a kid. And they're so different. Okay, uh, I'm so excited to find these out. So, um, Mars Attacks. <laughs> I, I was terrified of the aliens from Mars Attacks. Oh, my. Uh, they, they scared me. And then I would have to say uh, the movie Jack. The where where Robin, Robin Williams, Williams is the kid. In, oh, really? Yeah, that Interesting. just... 
the end of that was just so devastatingly sad. I saw that in the movie theater and it broke and I think we got tickets or something. I don't know. I did Maybe end up seeing the whole thing. Instead. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I just kept seeing Scream. It yeah. was so good. I saw it at multiple different theaters too. Like Wild. I haven't seen Scream here yet. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so Jack and Mars Attacks. Two movies I don't have on my list, so that's good. Oh, great. Um good. anything else? Oh, I got more. I was just going to let you finish up your list. Oh, okay. I'm going to finish. All right. Well, um, some of the ones you probably won't mention. Train Spotting, one yeah. of my favorite movies. Um, Primal Fear, probably my introduction to Ed Norton. Great Ed Norton. Yeah. And Richard Gere, Psychological Thriller. If you haven't seen it, see it. I'm not even going to tell you anything about it because you just need to watch it. It's so good. Um, Fargo, of course. I did see that in the theater, too. I think with my brother, but that one I'm not positive. Um, that thing you do, yeah, so much fun. I didn't realize that was '96. I thought it was later because I did of, too. Because I started on a date, and who I was with, like I wasn't with for that long in 1996. So I was like, oh, really? Interesting. Um, I saw with my dad, and it's the only reason I'm really mentioning it. But the Ghost in the Darkness, the true story where the lions eat Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um. White Squall was a teenage girl's fantasy cast. It was a bunch of boys on a boat. Sure. I don't remember which boys, but I remember that I was excited about them. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right, right. Um, Biodome. Yeah. I have not rewatched. I loved Biodome, but I know if I rewatch it, I'll probably be like, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> so. You were on drugs. I wasn't, though. Mm. Um. And obviously The Craft, which I can never watch again because of all the snakes. But when I first watched it, I did not have a snake fear at the time. And I loved The Craft. And it makes me sad that there's so many damn snakes in it. Um, Bound and Happy Gilmore. Okay. I think that's it. And yeah. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And then there's some big ones that I think you'll mention that I don't have like any emotional attachment to. Yeah. Really. So I'm just going to kind of run down the big movies that yeah, I love that I love that don't have the childhood attachment, but mm -hmm. definitely reserve deserve to be mentioned. Mission impossible. Yep. Uh, this one, the Brian De Palma, uh, it, this version of it is so good, but mm -hmm. also so different from what this franchise becomes. It's, it's crazy. I highly recommend that you watch it. I don't know what streaming service it is on, but you I know can... a lot of them are on Paramount Plus. I, I think they know. all are. Yeah, probably with the new one coming out so soon. I know that I just watched a few of them on there recently, but I need to rewatch the first three. I haven't seen the yeah. first three in a very long time. Yeah, because I just recently watched the first four of them. Mm -hmm. And so they're they're definitely streaming. I want to say you're right. I want to say Paramount oh. Plus. Well, you finish, and then I'll just throw in what I was about to say. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Happy Gilmore. Is I didn't the, say that. I don't know if you said it, but it definitely deserves a mention. I didn't hear it. Yeah, it does. So uh, I absolutely love Independence Day. I know you had talked about it. Mm -hmm. uh, Independence Day, that is the only one of those uh, movie marathons that I absolutely love, right? They, they On, like, a Christmas story for 24 hours – Mm -hmm. uh, they they do that on Christmas, and I love that they do Independence Day on um, 
Independence Day, 24 hours on some channel. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest with you. But it deserves to be if anything's going to be on for 24 hours on Independence Day. Although it's not my favorite Fourth of July based movie, but that's for a different year. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Romeo plus Juliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the William Shakespeare adaptation from Boz Lerman. I love Boz Lerman. Uh, everything that Boz Lerman does, I'm just super into. I think <laughs> it's just because it's flamboyant and fun. Oh, yeah, he's very loud. Uh, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes, John Linquizamo, uh, and that other weird guy that was, uh, he plays Tybalt, and he was, I can never remember his name, Harold something. Uh, oh, yeah, he was on Lost, yeah. I think. Yes. And two of the four people I just mentioned, I um, shared screen time with. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) I'm just going to keep dropping random things. Uh, Twister. Uh, Twister I saw in New Hampshire while I was on vacation with two of my friends. Just my friends and me, and we went to see Twister. So the first time I ever saw anything Twister, it was at Universal Studios Orlando. Here we go. This is the theme park portion of the trip uh, of the of the podcast. So check your box. Carly, you can tune out. um, But that was the first experience I ever had with Twister. And as a child, I was like, this is the best. I need to see this movie. And then I saw Twister and it was not good. Okay. I mean, it's fun-ish. It's fine. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's not like a waste of time, but it's not yeah. special in any way. Uh, the Rock. Awesome. The Rock. Michael Bay. I absolutely love Michael Bay. I don't remember off the top of my head, but this is definitely one of his first movies. Bad Boys might be the first movie he did, and this might be the second. I don't know, but for my money, The Rock is probably his best movie. That's oh, what matters. The- the Rock is absolutely his best movie. Uh, I mean, you just look at the ca- the cast. I mean, Sean Connery, mm-hmm. Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage. When he was like, tr- like when Nicolas Cage wants to be a good actor, he's oh yeah, a- he can be. I mean, he is an Academy Award winner. So like, true. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. And Ed Harris, who is great in everything that he does. <laughs> um, and then the Birdcage. Uh, mm-hmm. The Birdcage. I love the Birdcage. That's one. Of, that is a huge, a huge movie for me. Uh, I love Robin Williams so goddamn much. Uh, and then, from like a personal standpoint, Matilda, mm-hmm. uh, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach were both movies that my mom read my sister and I the book mm-hmm. before the movie came out. Right. And so we we read the book like, and then we. And then we watched the movie. So that was just a real fun emotional I was thing. A huge fan of the book as a child. So I was like went right out to see that movie. Yeah. And I owned it. I I remember watching it in college when I was doing drugs. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, Dragonheart. I don't know if you oh, remember that one. Oh, I remember Dragonheart. Another Sean I, Connery movie. I loved I loved Dragonheart, and it's one of those movies that definitely doesn't hold up, like, <laughs> like upon a second watch. Okay. Um, it just doesn't, I, like, I was just like, I don't really like it. Uh, Space Jam is mm-hmm. released. Cultural Touchtone. Uh, for for my generation, as well as Jingle All the Way, arguably one of my favorite nice. my favorite um, 
of the Arnold Schwarzenegger holiday movies. And then uh, D3, the Mighty Ducks, the third Mighty Ducks, who I was also in a movie with. Interesting. And I'm not going to tell you who. Jerry Maguire also came out that year. Yes. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. I love Muppet Treasure Island. I feel like you wouldn't. No, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I'm not a fan of the Muppets, so yeah, I, I yeah. mean, From Dusk Till Dawn also came out that year. Did it take us this long to mention From Dusk Till Dawn? It did. It did. Oh, okay. Well, shame <laughs> on us. Shame. I thought it was actually earlier in the 90s, From Dusk Till Dawn, but I guess yeah. not. But so then, uh, do you have any television well, I have, series? Or I do don't. You have movies? No, I do have one television series, but I have my Stephen King. There was a Stephen King movie released in 1996. It better be thinner. It is. It's definitely thinner. It's definitely. Uh, I don't think I saw it. And I, I might have seen it in 96. I have seen it, but like a long time ago, and I don't really remember it. But it yeah. came out, and it was a Stephen King one. So I'm mentioning it. You absolutely, absolutely should. Uh, so what is your one television show? No, there was a plenty of shows that I watched that okay. I saw on these lists, but that I gave zero shits about, sure. even though I watched them. The one I gave a shit about was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the Melissa Joan Hart version. So good. Um, I loved it. It was so fun. I loved Salem. I yeah. loved the lore. Yeah, I, it- I loved everything about it. It was so good. I absolutely loved that show. Uh, fantastic choice. Melissa Joan Hart. Delightful. Uh, for me, this is, you know, this is a big year, right? Oh, and yeah. So there's a lot be, for you in there. There's a lot. So uh, starting right off the bat, Hey Arnold and Doug. Not Doug. Mm-hmm. Doug's yeah, first, no, Doug. 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 I saw Doug on the list. Um, Beast Wars. I almost put Doug on my list because I actually really like Doug. That show's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beast Wars. The Transformers okay. CGI show. I remember absolutely loving it. It's one of the reasons why I was like pumped to like try and get to the Transformers Beast Wars movie that just recently came out okay. because because this show is so good. It was 100 percent CGI as like a television show. And so it was mind blowing at the time. If you look at it now, it's like, oh, gross. It's terrible. It's really bad. It's worse than Pixar's Toy Story, which oh, is no. If you look back at Pixar, it's like, oh, no, Toy Story, the one is not well animated comparatively. It was yes, mind blowing at the time. And, the they, time. You know, and, it, and it was innovative after that. Uh, Superman, the animated series debuts this year, mm-hmm. because uh, which is its counterpart to Batman, the animated series, which is a smashing success and was released a year or two prior. Uh, correct. Dexter's Laboratory mm-hmm. uh, of the cartoon cartoon variety. Uh, did you, you never watched Dexter's Lab, did you? I've seen some of it, I think. Like, I can picture it in my head. Yeah, but not, oh, yeah. Not enough that, like, it made real a real impression. Uh, that was one of my favorite. Uh, that that and Johnny Bravo were probably my mm-hmm. two of my favorite. I did watch favorite. some Johnny Bravo. Oh, so funny. Such a good show. Uh, based off of the children's book series, Arthur is released on PBS, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is still going if not very i mean he's been in the fourth grade forever or right i don't know uh, i don't know Ke- but dw is just as annoying as always 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 uh keenan and kel the okay. sp- all that spinoff mm-hmm. that that they uh that they made 
And then now for the uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers portion of the show, <laughs> uh, we have Power Rangers Zio that lo- that debuts this year. So I have no idea how many Power Rangers. Should. There's like one every year. You're Stephen King. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing. I, I got to check off my list. Uh, after losing their powers, the Alien Rangers showing up and having to find we the the Power Ranger that you offended. At the fan fest, I did not offend her. <laughs> but that she, she was in very show. nice. She, she was, was not offended. She laughed show. with me, not yeah. at me. Yeah, very, it was very funny. <laughs> I gave her my money. How I know. offended could she be? <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs debuts this year, and that is another Sentai show uh, because, like I said, when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers debuted, it was like. Oh, this is so cheap to make. Let's try again. They tried with VR Troopers, did not work. They tried again with Big Bad Beetleborgs. Uh, it is tonally very, very different. Not as angsty and teeny, uh, like teenagery as mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was. It was about three children who basically go to a haunted house and then a ghost that's kind of like Elvis grants them wishes and they want to turn into the big bad Beetleborgs, which makes them have to fight crime. There's an Elvis genie ghost? Yeah. Basically, Wild. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if the Monster Squad was, like, really goofy. I mean, kind of is, but okay. No, no, no. Like, but, like, the, like I getcha. I know, where yeah. I know where you're going. All right. Uh, Kablam! which was a Nickelodeon show that was kind of like a hodgepodge of a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, like a sketch variety show that ended up having, I think, two spinoffs. One was Action League Now, which was a stop motion animation about like toy superheroes. And then uh, Amanda, Amanda, Anda, Anna Anaconda was the name of the was the name okay. of the other one. Uh, and those were the two spin-off shows off of that that I think came later or in that year. Uh, but one of my deepest cuts of the shows that I absolutely loved that nobody remembers is Space Cases. Which okay. was, it was like Star Trek slash Lost in Space. Like Star Trek slash Lost in Space for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a group of Kids from like a space school like board a mysterious spaceship, and then because the the like leader is like a knucklehead, he puts it into hyperspace, and it, they're on the other side of the galaxy, basically, and they right. don't know how to turn the hyperspace hyperdrive back on because it's a mysterious ship. Mm-hmm. So so they're stuck on the far end of space, and they're just trying to get home. Walter Jones. Uh, it was the original Black Power Ranger. He left that show, and then this was what he did after he did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay, then. So that's my TV. Do you have All any right. books? Because I don't I, have books. I, I, do have, I do have books. Do you have video games? I don't have any video games. I have video games. Okay. Oh, really? I'm surprised. I mean, I saw a couple, but I wasn't, I don't know. I mean, I could list a bunch of fighting games every week that like just twos and threes and yeah, right. But yeah, I, just, I try to stick away from whatever the latest Street Fighter Two Alpha Omega. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and Indiana, that's like, that was pretty much all I had with stuff yeah, like that. Sure. So sure. you'll probably name something I'm like didn't realize should have been on my list. Maybe we'll see. Oh, there's there are 
two, and then the third one it just got announced that they're going to have a remake. You know what? I'm just going to go then. Uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. Is- so <laughs> I never played Resident Evil. Really? Really. So we have the PS5. We have the um, the um, virtual reality came with resident evil okay and i was gonna play it one day and it was taken too long to download and i've i've never played it plus i'm a little afraid to play it in vr (laughs) yeah don't play it in vr but they remade i i think they either are about to re-release uh resident evil remake for the fourth one or they just released it it's we're real close one way or the other but uh, they're all remastered. You should absolutely mm-hmm. pick up right, uh, like all of them because it's 100% up your alley. You would absolutely right, love right, it. right. Um, the other big one, and this one is if you I, I if you had a Nintendo 64, you had this game. It's Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Super, think that we did probably. I mean, I think we've had like everything. Yeah, it's Super sad. Super Mario 64 is like again, it's genre defying right like it's a a very very definitive video game as mario goes from 2d to 3d uh it's absolutely crazy and Mm -hmm. wild uh how successful that game is and you can still play it uh some of the biggest ones for me is pokemon red and blue that, okay. that that was released and i absolutely love those games i've played them more times than i can count uh i absolutely absolutely love them it sparked a major franchise also the humongous entertainment games the pajama sam comes out i don't know if you ever played the point and click adventure of pajama sam i've never heard of pajama sam Oh, my God. They're children's games. They are not hard. You can pr- pick them all up on, uh, I want to say they're on the, like, Switch, like, store. You can okay. They're probably on Steam as well if you're a Steam person. But it's a point-and-click adventure about a kid that gets sucked into Dream World, and he has to fight off the nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. and it's really cute. It's really fun. You click on stuff, and, you know, different things do you know kooky different things and so it's it's a really fun point and click adventure i think it's only like three bucks definitely worth picking up for uh the switch if you have it okay Uh, one of my personal favorite video games of all time i guess in addition to pokemon red and blue is star wars shadows of the empire Mm mm-hmm uh, my favorite Star Wars character, because every Star Wars fan has that character that doesn't appear in any mediums uh, whatsoever. <laughs> uh, and they're like, I absolutely love this person. I'm like, what are they from? It's like this obscure comic book that came out in the 70s. <laughs> it's like, it's like, OK, I like Han Solo, I guess. But um, my character is Dash Rendar, and he is the star of, of the Shadows of the Empire and ultimately the uh, the book. Uh, as well, which is a ton of fun. It is the adventure between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, so this character, this character, Dash Rendar, is basically enlisted to try and track down Han Solo. To try and do that. And uh, there's a intergalactic, like, you know, mafia boss 
that has like blackmailed Darth Vader. And so there's like a lot of a lot of stuff going on. It's a really good game, a really good book. Uh, so I guess I do have a book this year. I have. There you I go. Have, I have Shadows of the Empire. Also, fun facts, because I don't know if anybody knows this, but there was supposed to be in Japan when they released the Pokemon games. There was green, a uh, Pokemon green, but it never it never made it to the United States. So that I think figures. I think that's it for okay. my games. For games. All right. Well, it's a good thing I didn't have games because there's plenty of books. I'm going to start with the books I've actually read, but there are so many books based on well-known movies. I'm going to rattle some of them off afterwards. Sure. Um, that I have not read. It's amazing, actually, how many books based on well-known movies that came out in this year that I never read because that's unusual for me. Um, but ones that I did read, and by the way, I didn't read any of these in 1996. I don't know sure. what I was doing, but I wasn't reading, apparently, or I was reading old books. I don't know. But the first Game of Thrones came out in 1996, The Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, cool. Um, Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman's a standalone, an excellent audiobook if you get the full cast. James McAvoy is oh, the main okay. character. It's about um, a guy who helps somebody, he helps this girl, and then he falls into this London underworld of creatures cool. and mayhem. And what was this called? Uh, Neverwhere. Neverwhere. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty quick listen. It's not that long. I'm sure it's a quick read, too. But James McAvoy is excellent in the audio version. Um, the Green Mile books came out. So there's one one of the Stephen King mentions. There's more. Um, but the Green Mile books came out. Um, Wheel of Time book seven, Crown of Swords, came out. Witcher book three, Baptism of Fire, came out. My Anne Rice book for the for the week is Servant of the Bones, which I probably did read in 96, but I really don't remember. It was a standalone book, not part of any of the series. And then the other Stephen King books were um, Desperation and The Regulators. There were two books that kind of you can sure. read completely separately, but they are connected and they're both heavily connected to the Dark Tower series and they're both fairly short. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, like they're completely standalone. Like you don't need to read both of them and you don't need to read either of them before the other one. You can read them in any order, but there, but there is a connection between them. So let me rattle off all of these movie ones. Bridget Jones Diary, The Notebook, Runaway Journey, Ultimate Hitchhiker's Guide, Fight Club, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. Um, Wild. Wait, I think there's more. Uh, Angela's Ashes. Do you, okay. I think that was... All right. Well, those are the big ones. There is more, but those were the big ones. Yeah. So anyway, it was a big year for movie books. Yeah. Well, so that was 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the show's almost over. <laughs> and the show's almost over. Um, so let's we move. might go a little long. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about the things that you watched this weekend, because we started the show but unconventionally by the nonsense I'm working on. Correct. Um, well, I was prepping for MCU trivia. So for most of the week, I tried to make myself watch MCU stuff. But The Bear season two came out and the entire season came out. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? I thought it was on like real FX. Is it actually is it on like their app now? I don't know. I watch it on Hulu. I have no idea. I just know I go to Hulu and, and it was all there. there. I was yeah. actually told ahead of time from by somebody else that the whole thing had dropped because I didn't know if it, I thought it was real FX, too. So I thought maybe there was a specific time. Yeah, that it was I, coming out. 
up. Wild. The whole thing dropped. It is so goddamn good. I loved it. So you watched it? I watched the first episode. Okay. Of the I, and so I need to watch more again. You my, you've my, only seen the first of the first season, right? Yes. Okay, so season one is great, like it is. It's really good, but season two is just I don't even know. It it was so fantastic, and I can't even tell you exactly why it was so fantastic, but it's about a restaurant, and I was. On the edge of my seat the whole time. Sure. Like, it, there's so much. I think it's supposed to be a comedy, but there's a lot of tension and suspense. Well, that's what, that is what um, I heard originally. I was like, oh, it's a comedy. It's on FX. FX does It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, so yeah, nothing like that. You nothing know what I mean? Like that. So, so tonally, I mean, obviously, I didn't think it was going to be a one-to-one of It's Always Sunny. Right. But I thought it was going to be kind of in that vein because uh, what is it? It's Chicago, right? Yeah, it takes place in Chicago. And yes. it's Jeremy Allen White, I believe, is the name of yeah. the star. He's from Shameless. Yes, That's he where is. I knew him from. I think I'm getting his name right. It's something similar to that, if I'm Close getting enough. it wrong. We have a Discord. Join it. Tell us we're wrong. And, <laughs> but, but I kind of figured the main purpose that, of the Discord is to correct I, us. I figured it was going to be somewhat similar where it was like, you know, we're going to kind of have this like local towny show mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, that just happens. The set, the backdrop is Chicago. So there's Chicago townies and there's a specific like, but then I watched it and I was like, oh no. So he's like a tortured chef with mm-hmm. like, with like a traumatic past and an issue with family. And like, I was like, oh, this is not. This is not going to be all yeah. about the yucks. I mean, there is humor. But oh, yeah, I would it's not never, a comedy. But I would never categorize. I mean, I don't know no, where I, people I, got that impression. I, yeah, because, again, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is also about people that own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Very, very different, yeah. But they're very, very different. So, um, so that was fantastic. I did watch um, Secret Invasion. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to watch it again so I could really talk about it because I felt like I maybe missed things. I felt like I didn't really focus on it enough the first time. I didn't. I mean, I'm going to watch this week's when it comes out, which is Wednesdays. So I'll watch the next one this Wednesday. Maybe I'll rewatch the first one before I watch the next one. I will be Um, watching both. So I'll have I'll have both for next week. Okay, Um, so we'll talk about them next week then. We'll put off that discussion. But I, I, yeah, we can talk about the actual thing. I'm a little mad about the um, some stuff that I have seen about okay. about Secret Invasion. Uh, the creator came out recently and was like, "Don't watch or don't read the actual Secret Invasion comic book because that's not what we're doing here." And I. I'm a little perturbed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it like, look, I'm going to watch it because of this show, but I want you to know that I want to get on my moral high horse mm-hmm. and I want to not watch it. I, right. and, um, I, there's a, uh, a person is their name. Uh, I'm going to butcher it. Cause I, I was about to mention the wrong person. Uh, but there is a uh, person on TikTok that I follow. That's a very big comic book person. And he, ex- 
explained it perfectly. Uh, and I'll put it in our Discord so that you can actually like see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the TikTok is talks about how imagine that they are going to make Harry Potter and they already are, but for this instance, let's just right, right. And they say something. don't read the Harry Potter books because that's not what we're doing. Yeah, because that's not what we're doing. <laughs> and I'm just going to take character names, locations, and plot points from the entire series and mm-hmm. put it all in one show in like one movie. Right. And, and so what they do with the Dark Tower. It was awful. Yes, exactly. It is the same thing I heard about the Dark Tower, where mm-hmm. it's like you should not pay attention to any of the Dark Tower stuff because it's not the same. And it's like, so then what are we doing here? And that creator brings up a great point. And that point is, is that why it, why are comic books still not treated with the respect that they should get for things like this? Because it's not comic books are not just a thing that you can just pick characters out of, you know, because Mm -hmm. there are like, it's the reason why I am so vehemently against and absolutely hate everything that Sony's doing with these live action Spider-Man villain movies where it's like Craven is a bad guy. He is not a good guy. Yes, Mm -hmm. sometimes in the comics, Kraven needs to hunt the same bad guy that Spider-Man's after. But that isn't all the time, and that's not who that character is. And why why do you insist on telling me stories that are rooted in Spider-Man without Spider-Man? Why do you like uh, and it's I mean, you do realize, right, that until probably maybe the until Lord of the Rings, I'd say that's when it changed. Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, we kind of got a tie change. But before that, they bitchered novels the same way. So that's how I felt about we talked about um, we talked about interview with a vampire Mm -hmm. of the vampire. Well, that wasn't that wasn't butchered. I will say that one wasn't butchered. But but even still, it felt to me that. There is a fuller experience with the book than mm-hmm. there is with the movie. And because there are so many plot, like there's so many things that felt rushed and cut for time because we needed to make it a, you know, a concise movie where it's right. like it would have been a perfect adaptation at like two hours and 50 minutes, mm-hmm. you know. I'm but telling you, we, watch the show. Watch oh, it. I'm, oh, I'm going to. I okay. 100%. I already downloaded the audio awesome. book. I'm going to listen to the audio book. I got a trip coming up. So, you know, going to be listening Perfect. to that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I am like, I can't tell you how in I am on it. It but was the bird aliens that did it. It's the bird aliens. <laughs> it was 100% the bird aliens. But, you know, I think that's the problem with, like, these current adaptations. And I know, I know whoever's sitting here listening is, is because... Sony is a bunch of cowards and refuse to like give up the rights to Spider-Man, but they know they can't make a good Spider-Man movie. So they check the checkbox and make other villain movies just to check the checkbox so that Disney doesn't get Spider-Man to be able to do whatever the hell they want. I mean, I'll admit I'm pretty indifferent on them for the most part. 
if it looks like a fun, good movie, I'll probably see it. Sure. Um, but yeah. you know, Venom was. I know a lot of people love Venom. I it was fine. Yeah. Morbius was not fine, but probably not quite as bad as everybody likes to say. But it is damn fun to make fun of. Sure. Um, and sure. I don't know if I'll see Craven. Yeah. We'll it's see. Just, it's just so it's just so frustrating because like after hearing that about Secret Invasion and now look, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand that I'm crucifying them without having actually watched it. Right? right. So like I do understand that that's what I'm doing, but it makes me so mad because it. That story is important and mm-hmm. like. The, I understand that like some of the characters you might not have access to, so you can't use that, but you've navigated that in the past, you know, by using characters you do have access to to fill out those roles. And it just feels like, oh, I, the last thing I want is for m- the MCU shows, you know, and the movies as well, but for them to just not pay attention to what kind of got them here in the first place. Right. And that was being, you know, like, no, you don't get to you don't get to think that secret invasion and the vague concept of this alien race, like infiltrating this world to take over. You don't get to think that that's a cool novel concept and then not tell me that story. Okay, I get you. I mean, the only real one to one comparison I have for the comic books versus what we got in the movies is infinity war. And I sure. mean, that wasn't right. real close that, I mean, there was, you know, yes. you could see that they took some things, but for the most part well, that, well, and the same thing with the same thing with, um, civil war, captain America, civil mm-hmm. war, there are characters that do really important things that you don't have access to, or didn't at the time. Right. Right. Like, like Reed Richards is really important in that story and you just didn't have access to him, which is fine. You know, so you you adjusted and you tweaked the story, uh, the impetus of why the Civil War is similar enough, you know, so you you kind of hit the vague beats. And so a secret invasion is what you're saying, because I'm a little bit confused just because I feel like the MCU has always kind of just piecemealed what they've wanted from the comics. It sounds like the complaint is that's what they're doing with secret invasion, but. That's what they've always done. So are they not even taking piecemeal from the yeah, comics? It, for everything I've heard is that it's not it's not close. It, All like, they're doing is using that concept. Concept and characters. Concept. And that's Conce- it. Yeah, gotcha. concept and characters. And characters. Okay. Interesting. And now again, now again, I'm crucifying them for something I haven't seen and we haven't seen all of. You know what right. I mean? Just because mm-hmm. we only have two episodes, you know, at this point, mm-hmm. uh, when when people are listening to this, you know, doesn't mean that they can't course correct or or whatever. And it could be the but and it doesn't mean it can't be good for what it is. Like you yeah. have to separate. I know with a lot of my favorite things, even with Interview with the Vampire, with the series, the series has a lot of really big changes, but I like it for what it is. It sure. doesn't it. Yeah. It's fine for me because I have the book and I love the book for what the book is and I love the movie for what the movie is and I love the show for what the show is yeah. and they're all very different. Yeah, it just is a little bit more annoying when 
the creator basically comes out yeah. and goes, no, goes I, I hear relax, you. nerd, we're doing something. You know yeah, what I no. mean? And yes. that's, that's, that I guess is my overall point. You know? Right, right, right. And I'm not trying to say that like you should just like it anyway, by any yeah. means. I'm just saying uh, it's hard, but I do try to, I try to separate yeah. oh, the I source have, material from, I've walked you know, out of, I've, different. I've walked out of two movies. You know what I mean? So I'll sit and mm-hmm. I'll sit through some stuff again. Have we talked about have we talked about Siberia on this show? Look, we don't have we time have, to get into it. No, no. Okay. And I have to talk about what I'm excited for. Yeah, right. So but uh, Siberia was this fake reality show. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, no, we did talk about it then. No, you yeah. have talked about it. You have talked yeah. about it. You know what I mean? I'll sit through garbage. I'll sit through some mm-hmm. hot garbage. Just don't insult me as an audience. Right. Goer. That's that's right. kind of that's kind of my pet. That's beef. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so what are you excited about? Well, there is the big movie released this week, which I am as long as I feel fine, as long as I'm not sick, I'll be taking my daughter, who was a huge Indiana Jones fan, to see the Dial of Destiny on Saturday. So I am excited about that. I'm so um, mixed. I'm so mixed because I'm also excited to see it. I'm going to see it. I've been rewatching the three and only Indiana <laughs> Jones movies. And I couldn't imagine a world where I would hypothetically be like, oh, this is the fourth one. And the one right before it was bad. And mostly because he was old. And that was mm-hmm. kind of the problem. Um, right. You know, maybe maybe this one will would be different. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, well, I don't know. I actually did. I was a part of a. Indiana Jones watch along slash drink along on Sunday, but I, I was not feeling great. I was already coming down with something, I think. So I didn't really drink much and I bowed out early, but not because I don't believe the fourth movie exists just because I felt like fourth movie. This (laughs) is the fourth movie, but fun story. And we're just, we're long. Sorry. Um, some people like it. (laughs) Here's the deal. So, it's my show. I'll do what I want. Did I tell the Alessandra Indiana Jones story no, before? Do it. Do no. It. So when she was little, she was exposed to a lot of movies that kids in her generation are either not exposed to or they find later through friends and movie groups or like <laughs> through people like Alessandra. <laughs> right. Through people like Alessandra or like they're exposed to them by their parents, but at older ages. Um. But she grew up with me, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't remember why we watched Indiana. I probably just wanted to watch Indiana Jones, so I was like, hey, let's watch this. You'll like it. She had the biggest crush on Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's handsome AF. So big, right? So we watch the first three movies. She's in love. She has an Indiana Jones-themed ninth birthday party. Okay, this is how children squashed with boulders all around. No, I had a traveling zoo come because that was the only entertainment I could think of that fit. But like everything, it was Indiana Jones theme. Um, So the fourth movie's coming out. And of course, she's very excited. Now, this whole time that she's been talking about how much she loves Indiana Jones, I've told her he's old now. He does not look like that anymore. <laughs> like sure. he's not real and he's old. Um, 
And she so said, yeah, funny. yeah, 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 yeah. She knew, right? But I don't think it really registered because if we went to Toys R Us and there was an action figure right when we went in and it was Indiana Jones from the fourth movie. And she's like, why is his hair gray? Yeah. <laughs> she was so upset. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, then it sunk in. We still saw the fourth one. She still enjoyed it. She's still down to see the fifth one. Um, I'm mostly excited about taking her, to be honest, although yeah. I do like them and I love Last Crusade. Like Last Crusade yeah. is way up there for me. Um, but the other thing I'm super excited about that comes out Thursday. So yesterday okay. for our listeners, it's out already. The Witcher season three, part one. That's exciting. Now, for the season whatever part one, that's going to be Superman. And Henry Cavill, my boy, Cockam Cravel. Oh, I said that so funny. Yeah, you did. That was that was fun. I like Cockarm Cavill, baby. Uh, and so is part two, uh, baby Hemsworth. No, thank God. Season oh. four, which should not exist, sure. is baby Hemsworth. Um, I, no, I think they're just splitting up the season because it was filmed a while ago and they found out that, Hey, like with our big properties, we can get people on, you know, higher ratings and on board longer. If we split it like they did with stranger things. Yeah. Usually the witcher seasons come out in the winter. So I don't know when the second half will come out, but season one and season two both came out, I think between Christmas and new year, like in that time frame, late, late December, early January. I want to say I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't like memorize this stuff. Sure, but, that's fine. I'm not going to hold you to it. Good. But no, baby Hemsworth, as you call him, or Liam, as the rest of us know him, um, he comes in season four. Okay. And yeah. So we have enough time. Gonna, we have enough time happen. to prepare. No. Because he's going to come in like a wrecking yeah. ball. He. That's about him. Listen. Normally, I'm all for giving things a chance, okay? I'm all for, like, you know what? Henry's leaving for whatever reason. I think it might have to do with the direction the show is going or some sort of creative differences, or maybe he's just working on a lot of other stuff. But he's leaving. Okay, I get that. Normally, in that situation, I'd be all for giving the next in line a chance. I don't even dislike Liam Hemsworth. He's fine. Here's the thing. That show is what it is because Henry Cavill loves it so damn much. Yeah. He's so passionate about it. He's involved with his costume. He's involved. With, does every single stunt. He's so involved. He's involved with the sets, everything to make it as close to the world as possible. And it's just not going to be that without him. No. no. So there's no way it can be as good. I just yeah. don't see how it can be as good without him. And I forget the drama. I forget the drama that happened. But if I remember correctly, he was leaving The Witcher to do the Warhammer show or movie. And then that got shelved. If I, I remember, don't know. He was so he he was so attached to so many things. I don't know what in particular he was supposedly leaving it for. I did hear something about the direction of the show and him feeling like it wasn't true to The Witcher, the book slash game. Sure. Um, But but I don't really know. Like, don't quote me on that as fact because yeah, that's fine. It's very. 
Yeah, I thought he just got canned because he was like, I want to do the Warhammer thing. And they're like, you can't. And he was like, "Okay." But um, and I mean, he still has a decent relationship with Netflix. He's still involved with the Enola Home stuff. He's still he was just on their to dumb thing where they go on YouTube and make all those announcements. So it's not like that relationship is fractured. Yeah. Uh, And I feel bad for Liam Hemsworth. I do. Because that's a no-win situation. Yeah, he is. They just should cancel. I mean, not even cancel. They should just end it. They had the time. They should just yeah. end the show. Like this is a situation. Just end it. Yeah. But um, they're not going to. And I don't know if I'll give season four a chance or not. Like I hate to just rule something out because of a change like this. But sure. I, I don't know. It's gonna be rough. I think. Yeah. So and anyway. So. <laughs> Way to end the show on a bummer. Yeah, but I'm really excited about season three. It yeah. came, came out yesterday. Great. Um, I should watch it. It's on my to-do list. Maybe I'll You haven't it. seen any Witcher? No, no Witcher. I haven't, played, I haven't played the games yet either. I haven't played the games. I've read the books. or I've listened to the books. The books are hard because their translation from whatever language they originally were written in is not super great. So I definitely, if you're interested, I recommend listening to them over actually reading them i did try to read them i believe at first i did yeah i did try to read them yeah and, and listening just, to them is better okay good to know all right so. thank you very much for tuning in to this edition we didn't go that long we were no we didn't go that long we're, we're all right a little long so thank you for sticking around we appreciate it please like share comment subscribe we have a discord you can come and chat with us you uh, can I'm, when I'm paying attention and remembering, I will definitely <laughs> talk to you. You know, I'll, t- I'll say him. hi. Tag yeah. him. That helps. Yeah. yeah, that's the big thing. If you tag me, I get the alert and then, right, I, right, and right. then I open the app. You know what I mean? So it's right now kind of still a work in progress, but, um, but hopefully soon but, it will be. Yeah, hopefully it's in the description. We don't know. Otherwise, follow me at the Eddie McCabe. You can find it there or you can follow Stacy at. What am I at? Stacy LM78. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. On Twitter. Hey, people, I am losing Twitter followers. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Twitter Everyone is... follows me on Instagram. I don't post on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter and you'll get tweets about the bear and about the witcher and about Indiana Jones and all the stuff I talk about. And if you like listening to me talk about it, follow me. Of course. Thank you, and we'll see you real soon. Bye.